Hello and welcome. Thank you for clicking and thank you for listening. I'm Rene Valentina and this is Musing Interruptus, a podcast meant for sharing thoughts, stories, enjoying idiomatic phrases and words in general. You can read along. The transcription is in the description of this episode. The idiomatic phrases are in italics. Try to get the meaning from the context and then look them up to see if you were right. If you like it, share it. But more importantly, continue the conversation. Picture this. A rectangular box that fits in your hand, covered in plastic. Pull the little tab that excises the top protective plastic covering off the box. Now you can flip the top of the foil cigarette box open. The first smell of tobacco overtakes me. I pull out one of the little paper tubes of tobacco, putting the filter side to my soft lips between my index and middle fingers. With my other hand, I strike the lighter and make fire, pulling the flame closer to my face, pulling in everything that makes the world okay for that moment and that moment alone. I've breathed in fire and smoke and released dopamine in my brain. I did this over and over again daily several times a day in many, many places. You could say I know something about it. Our first week in 2023, so far so good. Promises have been made on New Year's Eve, as it is not only a night for partying, you might have made resolutions and wishes. Now we have to get them done. Sometimes they imply breaking cycles, correcting bad habits, addictions, sticky, tricky addictions. You might want to quit smoking, get out of a bad relationship, start a project, get fit, find a different job, make a new friend or learn something new. If you think about it, as long as you have air in your lungs, you can build towards what you want. Air is the operative word today. I am reminded of when I wanted to quit smoking. Let me rephrase that. I had to quit because I couldn't breathe anymore. I was at a crossroads. Live or die, it was up to me. By the way, that is not always the case. This was a truly special moment as life gave me a glimpse into the future. Is this the death I wanted for myself? I have a whole other amusing interruptus for that one. Bear with me. The hospital had a world-renowned program to help in the process. You know, stop smoking. I did it because I thought I would have access to better doctors. I never had the intention of actually quitting. Two weeks before the program, I quit smoking and my plan was to pick it up again when I felt better. That was nine years ago and I haven't had a cigarette since. You could say I quit cold turkey because I just did it. However, the program is what really did it for me. They 
educated me on my brain chemistry and laid out strategies to deal with withdrawal syndrome. Honestly, not being able to fill my lungs, it should have been enough for me. That was scary. I did the program with an older gentleman who pulled an oxygen tank around. He was doing the program so he could kiss his daughters before he passed. He didn't want his last kisses to be stinky. He was in the final stages of emphysema. Another participant, maybe 15 years my senior, a man set in his ways, vociferating. He had, an, he had absolutely no way of changing his habits or routines. This was a recommendation. Alter the order in which you do things. As I heard him say, it was impossible. I noticed my own inflexibility cheering the guy on. Left fist in the air. No, I won't change. This works for me, you stupid motherfuckers. My insides were going all John McCain on me, guns blazing. Why do you want me to be uncomfortable? Luckily, another part of me was just observing. And I basically said to myself, Is that what you want for my life? The inability to change? Even when it's for the better? Because it's uncomfortable and hard, really? I imagined myself walking the same streets as that older man, who by the way was also in academia. I was on the path to becoming an old, grumpy, academic man who was not smart enough to make a better life for himself. So you could say, being me won that day and has won over the past nine years. Like many things in life, this was an uphill everyday thing from 0.5% to 2% better to 100% better. It was incremental. Every little bit counts. Every day, the battle is won. By the way, I quit, but there isn't a day that goes by that I don't think about smoking. As I write this at 6 a.m. on Sunday, I wish I could put a cigarette between my toes and another in an ashtray to make up for lost time. I can't help thinking I might even be a better writer. (laughs) Then again, I have new smells in my life. Also, other methods of releasing dopamine. I may have lost my funny little nicotine friends, but I've gained others down the road, and I like them better because they don't make me stop breathing. Old habits die hard? Yeah, we can say that. Just remember, we have an active role in life. Sometimes life happens to us, but most of the time, we happen to life. The role is active. You are center stage. You are the director, and you are the writer. I would correct the proverb to say, when old habits die hard, you have to kill them. I hope you have taken this in the metaphorical sense. I mean, if you decide to stab your cigarettes or a mobile device, know that you will have to put a little more work into it. And I'm going to say this very clearly, don't stab anything. What I will say, If you are quitting or building something new, the same adage stands. Rome wasn't built in a day. Be patient with yourself and your projects. 
Thank you for listening. What are your New Year's resolutions? Have you started on them? Do you have trouble starting projects? What works for you? Is there a change you would like to make? Do you struggle with an inner John McCain who would have you stay the same? Well, yippee ki I'm listening. <laughs>